Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial, LLC, member SIPC. Blog Talk Radio. Good morning. This is Mara. Welcome to URLK with Blog Talk Radio. We're going to shake up the formula we've been using for the last two years a little bit today, and we're going to start with Rabia the Mystic Music and the, excuse me, statement or quote. Then we're going to move into Niles, Be Still Thy Soul, and I'm going to invite each of you to begin breathing and sync with that music and listening to the words and knowing you are enough just as you are to make a difference. On a mountain, in a valley, I behold only God. In hardship, I see him by my side. In ease and well-being, I behold only God. Like a candle, I melt it. Amidst the sparks of the flames, I behold only God. Breathing in, acting as though you have a nose in the soles of your feet. Let's listen now to Aniles, Be Still Thy Soul, and allow those words to guide your meditation as you breathe for the next three minutes and 40 seconds. Peace be with you.
one source of light. There is such a profound concept in the idea of being one source of light. You don't have to worry about making other people sources of light. Because in the process, you may dim your own light. You need to focus on making yourself one source of light. And in doing that, in modeling yourself as a source of light, you open up the door for people seeing you as a source of light and being motivated and affected by that and choosing to go forward with that one source of light. Not all, just one. But when we combine the energy that you are creating right now with your breathing to this song, when we combine that, we begin modeling and changing the energy of the universe. It's as though it's Play-Doh and we're changing the color. We're making it lighter and lighter and lighter so that the energy that percolates around us is brilliant and luminescent. All because we are choosing to bring ourselves into the light. And it's not a perfect journey. It's not something we do all the time. But as you do it more and more, you will feel comfortable with it. Thank you all for joining uh, me today for for this show. Unfortunately, uh, although I expected Brian to be here because he would normally call if he was not going to be, uh, he has not. And I have tried to call and have gotten his voicemail. And I recall that last week on Sunday he was very ill and feeling very, very poorly. Uh, so let us all join our minds and thoughts and send out warm healing energy to him so that the disease, dis-ease that is accompanying him right now will pass and we will have him back. So I'm sending, I'm joining with all of you. And for just one minute here, actually, we're probably going to be doing a little bit more meditation today because when I do the show alone, uh, it seems like that's what the function is about. Less talk, more meditation. Let's send this to Brian. It's meditation, find yourself. And let us all join our hearts and minds together now to send loving, healing energy to Brian so that whatever is affecting him physically passes faster because we are sharing our love We are not saying how Brian should be. We are sending our love so that good things come to him. Brian, we send you health, peace, contentment. Success, safety, and security. We send you good wishes for your well-being. The same wishes that we hold for ourselves. Healing thoughts. energy so that any interlude you have with poor health or other negative energy is short-lived and you flow through those moments well content coming out healthy 
in body, mind, and spirit. Today's topic is It's All Good. We hear it around us all the time. It's all good. It's all good. We hear young people saying, it's all good to us. And so, and the truth is, it is all good. What is right now is what is. And it's the only moment when God is here with us. So it is all good. Everything that has happened has brought us to this perfect place for the lessons that we choose to have. And what those lessons will be or will not be is really up to individually each of us. We can choose to move into each moment letting go of the past, those hanging feelings of self-judgment, of anger toward others, of anger toward ourself, the sense of failure. We can leave all that in the past. And we can embrace each new moment for the perfection it offers or not. Or not. I find it interesting that that saying, it's all good, is being said because it really does reflect or encapsulate those concepts I just laid out. It encapsulates accepting the moment just as it is, but also something deeper than the moment. It encompasses accepting yourself as the best that you can be for all that you have lived. As enough. I would love to have dialogue with people today on this topic, and the number to call in is 646-595-3584. And... I will periodically, I'm not good at chatting and talking on the computer at the same time. I do apologize for that, but I can't really run the chat room and not have an alternate helper here. I am not as technologically savvy as the younger listeners out there. So, uh, but please call in and talk with me. I was going to say you could put your phone number up there, but then I might end up inadvertently causing pain because I wouldn't get to the chat room because I would forget that it was there and I wouldn't get the phone number. So today's topic, it's all good. It's all good. It's all good. Wow. Everything is the way it's supposed to be. That means that Brian is not supposed to be here right now. He's supposed to be doing what he's doing. It means that each one of you have come here because this is exactly the place you need to be right now to hear a message that you are open to hearing right now. If you just clear away the blockage of the past. What a huge, huge challenge to let go of the blockage of the past, to let go of your self-judgments, to let go of other people's judgments, to let go of your perception about others, how others are judging you, to let go of your perception about how God is judging you, and to just be in the moment, sitting here in one space and knowing you are enough holding hands with God. And so let's do a guided meditation right now where I will lead us into this perfect place of now where it's all good. Everything from the past is gone. And we're going to do that using, um, I'm going to get a fairly long piece. Because I will tell you folks, I have had a week where I need a reminder that I'm enough. How many of you out there have had that week? Just 
blink your eyes, I'll feel your energy coming in. You know, I um, I applied for a job even though I'm happy in the job that I'm in. There's kind of a question about why one would do that. But I think it's because of ego. You want to be recognized as being capable of doing more, from my perspective. It was also a question of money. It would be nice in today's economy to make more money. Anyone out there who can't raise their right hand on that, call in and we'll talk about it. 646-595-3584. So here we are in this place where we're, you know, I've, I've made this application and then, wow, I come to learn there is an applicant that would knock your socks off. Just literally knock your socks off. You know, I know what I know, and I know what I know I know well. And I'm good at that. What I know, I can practice well. Oh, but this applicant knows things I don't know, really. And we're applying for the same job. It's not rocket science that I didn't get the job. And I understand that. And yet there's a part of me that wants to evaluate the whole thing that feels like somehow I'm not enough because I didn't get this job. But why? Why, why, why? It's ego. It's worrying about what other people will think of me. It's my self-judgment. It's my refusal to just live in the glory of the moment that I'm currently in. And friends, we've got a caller. Let me bring the caller in. Friends, that doesn't serve any of us. Doesn't serve me. Good morning. This is Mara. I see you're from 760. What's your name and where are you from? My name is Brian and I'm from Apple Valley. Brian, hello. Yay, we healed Brian. <laughs> there is a God. <laughs> hello, Mara. Okay, Sorry for my <laughs> Not to worry. You know what, folks? We've always known there was a God, but now we believe in miracles. Brian, we just sent you this huge bolt of energy. Oh. That must have been what woke me up because I overslept. I am so sorry. <laughs> Yay, yes. I mean, it was like this combo deal. We all came together and just sent you a gigantic bolt. And, oh, my gosh, I'm so glad you're here, and I'm so glad you're not feeling feeling poorly still. No, no, I'm, I'm fine. Yeah, I got over that uh, later later in the day. It didn't last oh, too long, thank God, on that one. Um, but the yes. reason for my tiredness this time is because I've been helping my my girlfriend move. So we okay. kind of had a long day yesterday, and I forgot to set an alarm, so I overslept. I do apologize. Not to worry. Not to worry. We're glad you're here, Brian. We were just getting ready to go into a guided meditation, and, and I'll take you there, and then you and I will chit-chat a little bit in a few minutes but um, about what's going on in your life. But basically, friends, what I was saying to you is that I I basically started – judging myself and pretty soon it wasn't all good even though it is all good and I think that there are probably others out there who do that and we lose track of the fresh start that the moment gives us and so we're going to do a guided meditation and just for a moment we're going to come together as a combo deal all of us together knowing it's all good. And then when we finish that meditation, we'll come back and Brian and I can talk a little bit about that topic. And uh, we'll have enough time today to have Brian do a meditation for us too, which is always a blessing. Always a blessing. But folks, if God exists, and I know from the fiber of my being that God does, then just as Rabia the mystic recognized, that God is in everything. God is either everything or God is nothing. And God, in my mind, is everything, and that means that everything 
is okay. It's all good. But we have to let go of the blockages, the things within us that keep us from knowing the wonder and joy of God in every moment. As Brian so aptly said two weeks ago, we need to be able to flow through the moment knowing that God is there, always. We're going to listen to... um, Oh, I just lost my music. I don't know if any, most of you I know see these switchboards, so you know how it works. We're going to listen to Pathless Journey by Daniel Kobiaka, and we're going to spend just a few minutes getting to that place where it's all good. We started the show off today with your listening to Aniel's Be Still Thy Soul and just coming to a place of peace with your breath, breathing in and out. And I hope that you've been able to stay in that spot. And now we're going to continue to breathe. Breathing in together as though we're breathing through the soles of our feet. And in that process, you're going to be feeling your breath literally. Slow it down a little. You're going to be all right. Sip in breath. And let's pull it up across the front of our calves across the front of our thighs, crossing our buttocks, coming together. Our full breath now is going to move up through our chakras, through our divining rod, through our antenna to God. You're going to move past your base chakra, which is where you keep your fears. And you're going to leave those fears and let them slide down your legs and into the ground as you pull fearless breath up forward. And you're going to come to the sacral chakra. Ah, the zone of creativity, not just of children, but of ideas and ways to bring about love in the world. And you're going to pull your fearless energy through that zone and feel that breath become invigorated, enlightened further with creative energy. So pulling that fearless, creative breath up, you're going to come to the solar plexus. Ah, how little used that section of our body is. That is the zone of healing of others and of yourself. Feel that yellow energy coursing through your body and becoming immersed, enmeshed in your breath. Knowing that You are a healing being. Release any disease. And now pull your fearless, creative, healing breath up into your heart. Thrust back your shoulders and allow your heart to feel the full energy of this breath. Let go of thinking you're not enough. Let go of judgments and just allow a huge pillar of love, like a giant spotlight to move out of your heart and to begin encircling the room in which you find yourself. And now we've got fearless, creative, healing, loving, loving, accepting breaths. And you're going to come up to your voice box, your voice chakra. Oh, my friends, the reason John told us that in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, is because there is no more powerful weapon and no more powerful bomb than the Word. Words that were spoken thousands of years ago still echoes around justifying man's harming man. Words spoken in love can balm and heal and forgive. And for now, I want you to forgive yourself any words that you've spoken in haste, in anger, in anguish. And let those words go. Let them go and be gone. 
And now forgive those who have said words to you that have hurt your heart, that you cling to, that block you from being all you can be and hold you in the past. Release those words. Set for a moment here in the throat chakra, breathing in, fearless, creative, healing, loving, forgiving breath. And sit in this moment free of your past judgments, of your angers. Just sit here. Before we finish lining up our chakras and hold hands, reaching out to your dominant hand and take the hand of God. Feel your breath as it moves through your body and comes up to this place that you have stored so much. And let all those times that you've said, yeah, but... Look at this. She said this. He said this. All of those things that justify you're not being at peace in this moment. Let spirit of God whose hands you are holding pull them out across your shoulders and down into your dominant hand. And through that hand, allow God to take them from you. You are enough, just as you are. Those words only hurt now if you let them. Feel the wonder of God as you're opening your heart and the spotlight, the pilar, the pillar of love is coming out to remind you there's no need in this beautiful, perfect moment allow those things from the past to shape who you are now. You are enough just as you are. Feel the weight of all of those carelessly spoken words, those hurtful words, harmful words, righteous words, judgmental words from others and from you. Feel the need to be right in your words slipping away from you. And your body lighting up with the beautiful energy of God holding your hand and reminding you how valuable you are. You are loved and you are in exactly the right place right now. Let go of past disappointments. Let go of the need to talk and explain past disappointments. And just sit here right now in perfect now. Open the present. And just relax in the energy of sitting here holding hands with God. Reach out to your non-dominant hand and take the hand of another listener's God. 
And I'm going to invite you to sit in this posture through the whole show today, memorizing cellularly this feeling of being in the now and right now it all being good. I'd like you to continue breathing and to pull your breath up, this beautiful, splendid breath that you have now created that is joined with God's breath and come up to your third eye, the zone of manifestation. And I invite you to again stop. And for a moment, I want you to sit there and imagine yourself as God suggested to Neil Donald Welsh. Go first to your highest thought about yourself. Imagine the you that would be if you lived that thought every day. Sit now in your zone of manifestation, surrounded by like-minded, all fitting in a perfect holding hands with God and feel the energy of your highest self. this day and all days in the future as you flow through them staying true to who you are your highest self approaching each new moment with peace that in the last moment you did your best and in this moment you will take what is good from the past, from you, and move forward. Letting go of self-judgment, of judgment of others, of perceived judgment of others, which is huge, and which is basically a fiction. You cannot get inside anyone else's head. And the more you try to shape yourself to be what you think they want you to be, instead of who you know you are, the more out of whack your body will get, the more chaos you will invite into your body, and the less true to yourself you will be. Pull this fearless, creative, healing, loving, forgiving, manifesting, breath up to your crown chakra, open it, and allow your breath to merge with the breath of God. And sit here in the peace of knowing all is good, and you are exactly who you would be expected to be, having lived all you have lived. And now is the chance to use that to your advantage. By letting go of the past and being one with now. no mistake that in many faiths after a moment such as this they call on the magic oh 
is an affirmation of the unity they feel with God. Amen. Alam. I again invite you to sit here today keeping your hands entwined with the hands of God as we move forward in talking. Brian, I mentioned earlier in the show that you and I had talked about, I didn't tell them you and I had talked last week about it, but I did mention what an amazing coincidence that so many young people are saying it's all good. And they seem to have an uncanny ability to let go of the past and move into the moment, the present. And the peace that's possible in that is obviously huge. And I would invite you to share your thoughts and comments on that now. Thank you very much. Listening to that meditation was amazing. And so many ideas and concepts were coming to my mind as I was sitting there peacefully listening. And there were so many, so many avenues that I could go down right now. And each one would literally be leading to the same point. And I think that's a wonderful idea and concept to share, is that there are many ways to get to the same point. In fact, there is one way for every person that exists. So therefore, if there are 5 billion people, there are 5 billion ways. Because this point that there is to get to is the only point there is, the only destination that we will all eventually experience fully. And that space is the perfection, the divinity of who we really are. And we as we are making our way on this path to this one destination, are choosing our experience the whole time. And the topic that you have decided or were led to share in that meditation is such a strong one. And that is forgiveness. And there are many ways that we can mention forgiveness. Many other ideas and concepts that really are saying the same thing. And another word that we can use that is equivalent to forgiveness is letting go, not holding on to. You see, if we are experiencing somebody in our lives, constantly doing something that we see that is not beneficial for them or something that we don't like for ourselves, we do not need to hold that against that person and say, You have done this 50 times, and I remember all 50 of them. And therefore, I dislike you 50 times, if you will, for every time that you have done this thing. We do not need to hold on to all of the past times that it has been done. If that person continues to do it, that's all we need to be aware of. And in this person continuing to do this thing, it means that this person is wanting to to walk in that direction. And if that's the direction that they're choosing for, and that's not the direction that we're choosing for, again, we don't have to be upset at this person, we don't have to hold it against this person. We can simply say, that's the direction you choose to go, and that's not the direction I choose to go, so we should just allow ourselves to walk in the direction that we choose to walk. And what this does for us is it, it allows us to experience people differently. You see, expectations is one of the worst things that we can do to ourselves and to others. Because the moment we hold an expectation, whether it's a good one or a bad one, if we say, oh, this person always acts this way, and so I know what to expect from this person, we're going to be looking for that. And for look- by looking for that, being a part of this universe, being a part of life, we are helping with through our vibration to bring that experience into the experience. And there are so many ways that we do that. 
And there are so many ways that we do that we can't even mention or are recognizing. Because when you're expecting something in particular, all of your body language, all of your thoughts, everything about you is pointing in that one direction. And that's just one aspect to why expectations are not a good thing. Because then the second part of expectations is that if we're expecting something, we're basically being biased. And we're saying, this is what's going to happen, or this is what I want to happen. And then if that thing doesn't happen, now we feel like something's wrong. Something has gone wrong because what was supposed to happen hasn't happened. And whatever you attach yourself to, you're going to try to fight for or defend yourself against. Or defend yourself for, in other words. In other words, something isn't happening the way you thought it should, and you're going to try your darndest to make that that event come into manifestation. And overall, what this is doing is fighting against what is. Noticing and just being aware of what is taking place around you. And as you notice it, as you do not take it personally, then you are able to help others to see what it is that they might be doing. You might be able to point out to them, look, you've done this many times before and you seem to continue doing this and I think you can see that this isn't a beneficial thing. Maybe you should not do that anymore. Maybe you should think about it and see if it's what you want to continue doing in your life and acting in these ways. And as we can start to do that, we can start to see change in people. But unfortunately, so often in this world, people have a tendency to the moment you make one mistake, they hold it against you forever. Our whole correctional facilities, as we call them, although they don't seem to be based around trying to correct people, it's all about you've committed this crime, you must do your time, you must pay for it, and they're not looking to help the person change. They're actually keeping that person in that space and encouraging that person to remain that bad person who has committed this heinous crime. And it's because they're not letting them go and saying, I see that you've made this mistake, but I also know that you can change, and I want to help you change, and I'm going to do what I can to encourage you to change. And so as we learn to let go of the past behaviors of ourselves and others, we allow movement to take place. We allow change to happen. Because anything that you hold on to, because you have not released it, it cannot go. I want to make this point very clear. We all need to begin to realize that we are choosing everything that we experience. If we're choosing to hold on to something, that thing will remain with us. You see, thoughts have no power The power is within you, and you give the thought that you hold credence or you don't. For instance, if I were to say to all of you now that this world is flat, that the world is flat, that it is not a circle, it doesn't go around the sun, blah de blah blah This is a thought, is it not? You out there have the opportunity to say, yeah, that's right. Or you have the opportunity to say, that's not right. Whether you have a bunch of evidence to back up the thought or not, you are allowed to think what you want. And whatever you think, you are empowering. A thought is just a thought. But you deciding that that thought is right or that thought is wrong is what makes it have effect in your life. So you are at the center of every choice that you are choosing and experiencing in your life. And so if you are choosing to hold on to a past event, no matter how minute or how heinous the event and situation was, that is going to remain with you. And anything that you hold on to prevents you from moving beyond it. You actually, it's like chaining yourself to it. It would be like going out into the forest, seeing a big tree, a tree that you hate, and wrapping a big old chain around the tree and around your ankle, and then trying to walk away from the tree. You can only go so far, 
but you won't be able to get away from it completely. And it's not because you're being punished. It's not because life sucks. It's because you're choosing to focus on it and therefore keep it in your experience and therefore you can't be rid of it. So we need to begin to realize that we are at the direct center of every experience that we have. And if we're holding on to something, we're holding ourselves back. And since our natural being, the essence of who we really are, is constantly and continuously expanding, if we're trying to hold on to anything, we're actually fighting against ourselves. And the attempt to fight against ourselves, which is actually impossible, is what gives us the feeling of it's not fair, life sucks. This is a, an experience where you're fighting against other things to come out ahead somehow. But that's something that we're doing to ourselves. If we think of it in this way, if we think of it like being drugged behind a car, we are part of that car. We are meant to be in that car. But for some reason, we are trying to, to be out of the car, to stay in one space. But since we can never leave that car, in the attempt to stay in one place to jump out of the car, a bungee cord has been attached to our ankle. And depending on how much we resist against the car, the direction our life is going will depend on how much we feel ourselves being drugged through the mud. But as we learn to allow ourselves to go with the direction our life is going in and not fight against it just for the mere sake of fighting against it, then instead of being drugged behind the vehicle, we find ourselves jumping into the passenger seat and enjoying the ride rather than feel like we're being pulled along and life is unfair and all these negative things happen to us and so on and so forth. So learning that it is our choice on how we experience this wonderful thing called life, which I tell you, life is wonderful, but you're choosing your life. So if you're choosing for a life that is not so wonderful, you need to recognize that you're choosing that. That is not being forced upon you. And in every moment, every moment is fresh and new. And the past has no effect upon you unless you're allowing it to have effect upon you. So you, in this moment, whether you realize it or not, are free to let go of the past so you can experience a new future one that you've never experienced before, but you must choose for it by letting go, letting go, letting go, and moving without expectation, without a bias in the new direction. This is a very, very important aspect that we all must learn eventually and that we all will learn eventually. And the more we do it, the beauty of it is the more we learn to let go, the more peace we feel because we're the ones holding ourselves back. It's like having a backpack full of rocks attached to us on our shoulders, on our backs. And the backpack's not meant to be there. We decide to put that on. We decide to pick up all the rocks and hold on to them. Like to hold on to these rocks, we are going to survive. And it is our own choice to let go of the things that burden us, which is the past, and to remain in the full awareness of the now and move with it, go with it, and flow with it, wherever it would lead us, knowing that because our essential being is always expanding and always expanding for the good, we want to go in no other direction, and we want to learn and choose consciously to flow with it so that we can experience the beauty and harmony that is the essential being of who we really are and that is the essential being of life itself. Yes, yes. And I'm hoping that our listeners, as they came to, as we came to the close of that meditation, they felt themselves at that place of peace with their essential essence, that they felt the energy of God moving through them 
and awakening in them the realization that they are enough right now. You don't have to keep your focus on, I'm going to be enough if I just do X, Y, Z, or significantly if I can just get Joe to do X, Y, Z. Right now, you are enough to feel the peace of being with God. And we have such a system in our world, in our our method of religiosity, in our philosophies, that somehow is totally contrary to the idea that you are enough for God to be with you right now. Instead, we've set up this system of striving and reaching and working to do things and to satisfy other people's expectations and assessments of you in order for you to be who you are already. Enough for God to want to sit here and hold hands with you, to join breath with you, You are enough. Such simple words, but everything around us is geared toward the idea that fights that concept. And we are the ones who structure that by our words and our deeds. We give support to that. And so now is the time to start scraping away at that Effect, the effect of other people's ideas about what you have to do to be enough so that you can embrace the reality that you have a right to your joy and peace right now. You don't have to block it with perceived expectations of others, your own expectations of yourself that you need to be more your sense of how you have failed in the past. Everything is good and you are enough right now. Brian, we have about seven minutes left. And... um, I don't know, would you like to comment on what I just said or would you like to lead us into a a, a fairly short meditation? I think that we both said the same thing and just I know that there are people out there who need to hear it the way I said it and the way that you said it. And I think the message has been given. So let us go now into a meditation that will help it to soak in, allowing us to remain open that the words and ideas and concepts that have been shared can actually get a root, be grounded within us so that we really begin to understand it deeply enough to have it take effect and have it change our experience. So let us now go into that space. Let us really feel deep within us ourselves relaxing. As we close our eyes and begin to breathe slowly and deeply, let yourself go of each successive breath. Choose now in this moment to not concern yourself with any worries, with any fears, with any doubts. Do not dwell upon any past experience or future concern. Instead, in this moment, simply allow yourself to be fully in this space. And the one constant experience that we have, that we know without a shadow of a doubt that is experienced in the now in each and every moment is the breath. So 
So let us give our full and complete attention now to the breath. As we breathe in, feeling the breath entering our lungs. And as we breathe out, letting go. And allowing ourselves to be at peace. Be relaxed. Allowing ourselves to experience the fullness and the beauty of what peace really means. Peace of mind, peace of our emotions, peace from all the fear, worry, and doubt. Let all that stuff go so that you can find the fulfilling, peaceful experience that is now. That is experienced the moment you let yourself into it. And the way you let yourself into it is by letting go of everything that would keep you from it that would distract you from it. Let those things go and come in easily and effortlessly into the fullness of this moment and of who you really are. Allow yourself to simply breathe naturally easily and effortlessly and just notice and observe how it feels. Let yourself into this moment fully by letting go, letting go, and letting go into the flow, which is life. Is who you really are. And the breath can always lead us back to the very center of who we really are. And since we are constantly and continuously breathing, every moment, we have the opportunity to come back fully into the now by simply giving our attention to the breath, relaxing into it, and being at peace. The more we get into the now, by letting go of everything else, the less everything else has a hold on us and the more fully we are joined with the now. The two experiences cannot coexist and we are the ones choosing our experience in each and every moment. To experience peace you must enter the now. To experience fear, you must stay stagnated in the past. The true essence of who you are is in the now. So I encourage you to keep up with it, to stay conscious of it, and to experience it in each and every moment. And as you do so, you will begin to experience the freedom of life and the freedom of who you really are. Namaste.
Namaste. I know that many of you listen to the show. We're off the air right now, but many of you do listen to the show uh, through the archives. And I want to let you know that I would really encourage you today to write down on a sheet of paper those fears from the past, the self-judgments you have. Keep it simple, but make it as long as it needs to be to fully explore it and then burn it up. Let it go. Take those rocks out of your backpack. Take them out and embrace the now. Peace to all of you. And Brian, thank you so much. Thank you, Maura. A very powerful show indeed. And I was proud and honored to be here. Thank, thank you. you. And I'm, thank you and namaste. Goodbye, my friends. Namaste.